Hello listeners and welcome to Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. This is Episode 8, The Daily Grind. Before we start, I'd like to take a moment to talk about unions. Tales from the Oasis holds a firm stance that capitalism is a curse on society that funnels wealth away from the people that do the labor. However, unions are a great way to work within the system to raise the bargaining power of the workers, allowing society to start more difficult conversations about wealth inequality. Support your local unions, don't cross picket lines, and if the industry you work in doesn't have a union, consider starting one. And now, onto the show. This is Tales from the Oasis, Episode 8, The Daily Grind. Reed stands alone in his bathroom, shoulders hunched over the sink. The water hisses quietly into the metal basin as he studies his reflection. He scoops some water into his hands and splashes it onto his face, rubbing away at the patches of dry blood with the slow, practiced demeanor of someone who's done this too many times before. He inspects his face again, nods to himself, and sighs. Only one more thing to do before he can finally sleep. Radioing into them is actually relatively simple. You've got a little handheld emergency beacon thing, kind of like a small satellite dish. You place it near your window, it does a little bit of scanning, and it it reaches the Zephyr. You uh, reach Zephyr control room, and they say, Well, this is Zephyr control room. This is Reed. Um, I'm going to be stuck here for seven days at least. Over. Oh, Reed, perfect. Uh, yeah, uh, Roman was actually just wanting to talk to you. I'm going to transfer you over there. Stand by. Righto. There's a little bit of static, and it transfers over to Roman, the leader of your nomad pack. Ava Pierce, right? Yeah. But you know her as Roman? Yeah, everybody knows her as Roman. She says to you, Oh, Reed, it's, yeah, it's great to talk to you. Great of you to check in. Thank you very much. How, how are things going over there? I, he- I heard you're stuck in the Oasis for a little while, yeah? Some uh, some trouble with the police, maybe? Yeah, looks like they're doing an investigation in what happened. I'm assuming you've been doing the same. Yeah, we have. Um, That was actually kind of what I wanted to talk to you. I was, I was actually literally just about to radio you. Um, right. So we did do a little bit of talking. We, we did a bit of an investigation. We talked to Nova and... Um, oh, fuck. Well, you being the prosecution in this case i'm gonna go ahead and lay out exactly what's gonna go on here we're gonna have um one of our grievance tribunals in the nomads paradise right outside the oasis um we're we're bringing in a couple of other people from different clans and uh, we're gonna have a grievance tribunal about the the differences between you and nova it's gonna be tomorrow uh, right at right after sunset we're gonna be meeting at fire circle bar we are requesting your presence uh, are you gonna be able to make it you, uh, you do know that I'm stuck here for... No, we, we're very under, we're very aware of your situation. We wanted to make sure that, that we don't get you into any further trouble or anything like that. We gotta, we're gonna yeah. just have to let the Oasis kind of sort its, sort its own stuff out so we can continue to have contracts with them. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna need you to be there because, um, Nova's gonna be there and both of you are gonna speak your piece in front of the Tribunal of Unaffiliated Nomad Clans. Right. It's the Nomad's equivalent of, like, a, a law proceeding, yeah. but with, uh with a lot more of an improvisational tone. Okay. Um, do you, do you have any other, anything else to report or do you have any other questions? Anything we can help with? Right. If you get my bike over here, that would be appreciated. I wouldn't mind being able to get around town. Oh, sure thing. Yeah, we'll bring your bike as well. Cheers. All right, you hang up on Roman. Yeah, and he just heads to bed. All right. Well, the very next morning, Mavis 
when you wake up, you notice that there is, um, there's blood across a lot of your tables and stuff. Mm -hmm. Your cleanup job last night didn't go super well. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. I'm a registered med tech. People come in here and have a look around. They see blood everywhere. I'm not a murderer. I'm a med tech. It's fine. So, Iso, yeah. keeping in mind that you probably want to spend a chunk of today figuring out how to contact Night City so you can begin publishing to your subscribers that are there, mm -hmm. you decide that it's probably going to be a good idea to look up and find out exactly what time that you need to be at the club. Right. Yeah. You find a set list for the meat grinder. And at what time do they start? Uh, doing the the hard uh... that starts at 7 p.m. Okay, seven and goes until one. All right, I uh, I, I put it in my uh, agent to notify me of uh, an hour beforehand at least. Okay, the rest of you having woken up and had a little bit of synth food from the processor inside your apartment, um, you're left with basically the rest of the day to do whatever the fuck you want. So, opening this up to the floor. What do your characters want to do for about eight to nine hours until the next thing? Mavis, you first. Uh, I would like to uh, hop out into the uh, into the corridor. I may look a little bloody. You have a shower, <laughs> so if you're bloody, this is your choice. Um, no, I, yeah, 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 I am a little bloody. Like, okay. You know, like how uh, people say like a good cook should always have burns on their hands. Uh, a good med tech should always have a light showering of blood. Otherwise, you know, what's even the point? <laughs> so no more blood on your outfit than usual then? Yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, and I'm gonna head over to Sadoi, uh, Sadoi's um, apartment room. Assuming I'm even home. Yes, and knock on the door and see if you are home. <laughs> Sadoi, are you home? Early in the morning, I have headed over immediately to the greenhouse. I have a strong work ethic and I gotta get this shit over with so I can establish myself in Oasis and uh, set up my new life here since I'm getting away from from Night City. Hmm. Okay. You walk over to do you walk over, I assume? Let's say uh, let let's say you uh, you knock on the door right as I oh because I just catch you you knock on like, the door and Sadoi opens the door at the same time yeah so like, it's like I, you're just knocking on Sadoi's head oh right <laughs> no if you do that you'll die perfect yeah no I don't do that <laughs> so uh, Mavis you go over to Sadoi's apartment you. Knock a couple of times, and, and on your second knock, the door opens up in front of you, and you just end up knocking into the air. Uh, and Sadoi's standing there carrying a bag. Oh, uh, Sadoi, uh, um, good morning. Um, I, I just thought, are you off somewhere? I, I was hoping I could just pick your brains for a moment, uh, if, if you've got a moment. Well, walk with me. <laughs> well, I, I need to pick your brain back in my apartment. I've got something that might earn us a little extra eddies while we're here in the Oasis, and uh, I could use a really good tech. And I've got a little tech skill, but uh, turns out this stuff was a little more volatile than I'm used to. I have, uh, you, you have ten minutes. Okay, okay, come with me, come with me. And I usher Sadoi back into the apartment and uh, lead her over to the fridge. You enter into the apartment yeah. and Sadoi, you <laughs> notice that her apartment has blood splatter <laughs> everywhere. It looks like a fucking crime scene. Do I even, should I ask? Uh, well, I'm gonna explain, don't worry. Um, uh, So, uh, if you come over here and I, I open the fridge and sort of just like gesture in. So I've got these limbs. Um. And uh, these these two limbs, they, they appear to have a fair amount of cyber tech in them. Um, could I get you to take a look at this cyberware in these arms and see if we can't salvage a little bit? Um, I, uh, you want me to, uh, what, get this off, this man, get the fleshy bits off, the not fleshy bits, or...? 
Uh, the fleshy bits I'm, I'm kind of good with. I, I just kind of, I think we could work together. And if I handle the biological side and you handle the tech side, I think we could probably extract this tech. I don't even know what's in this, to be honest. I haven't, after the eventful last night, I, I haven't had the heart to look quite so close. I, I don't want to see the eddies jump out the window I, again. I, I'm glad to help, but I'm, I don't have time today. I have to go fix warehouse so people do not die from food lack. Yeah, no, that's understandable. That's very important. These will keep on ice. I'll just pack some, like, I, I, I'll keep these on ice, and, and when you've got a moment, we'll, we'll take a look. Uh, yes. I'm sure I, I can build up a collection if we get into any more trouble anyway. <laughs> Well, if nothing else, I, I, I have fleshy hand I could replace. Well, yeah, I mean, sure, if, if, it, if it's suitable for you. I, I actually, I can do surgery, so I can probably help you get this stuff in if, if need be. <laughs> I know, I know when you look around here, I know when you look around here, it looks like I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but rest assured, last night I was just a little bit out of sorts. I'm usually I'm very now. good. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. You need any hand? You need uh, a, uh, no, like you a... keep the hands for now, actually. It's okay. <laughs> I get it. I get... Ah, wow. yeah. You have a good day. I'll, uh, uh, good luck with your, your Hydra whatevers and, uh, catch up with me when you've got a moment and we'll see if we can't make some extra bucks, all right? Yeah, absolutely. Dasvidaniya. Cheerio. <laughs> Sadoi, you head over to um, mm -hmm. the trickle-down hydroponic station. Mavis, what do you do after Sadoi leaves? I will use my agent to see if I can uh, find any uh, contacts for body salvage, bits and bobs. I'm going to see if I can find a buyer for this synthetic liver, essentially. You want to find a buyer for a synthetic liver? Yeah, I don't know how high-key like the body trade is in Oasis. In Night City, <laughs> it was quite easy. I could just sort of like ask my ganger contacts, or realistically keep it on ice until one of them needed it. So but, uh, it's very similar here, but you don't have ganger contacts here. Uh, no, I don't. What I think you're referring to is a fixer. Yeah, probably. So a fixer in Night City and in the Oasis is basically somebody who is the socialite. They connect people, they get shit done, they find people to buy and sell. Uh, you do have a fixer here. Yeah, I, I might give Nico a, a ring and, and see if, if at the very least, you know, liver and onions might go down well in their um, steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> you call up Nico on the communicator, ring, ring. <laughs> You're trying to Are contact someone. <laughs> hey, it's a callback. <laughs> and <laughs> Nico picks up. He goes, "Hello, uh, hi, Nico. It's uh, it's uh, it's Mavis. You know, from the other day, the the one that." The... Oh yeah! Wow, I, you're you're quite hungry for work. Well, I wasn't expecting to hear from you for well, quite a while. Uh, what what can I do you for? I was actually hoping I could give you a job almost. Um. I've recently come into possession of some uh, wetware, uh, and I was hoping that you might be able to find a buyer, you know, run a run a middleman. Oh, I mean, possibly. I might be able to find something for you. Uh, what, what kind of wetware are we talking here? Well, I got a, I got a, a synthware enhanced liver here. Oh, it's from the from that body last night, yeah. Uh, it's best you don't ask where it come from. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, obviously. <laughs> you're you're not stupid. No, I am not. And honestly, if you you're looking for some help from me, you'd be best to be straightforward and honest. As oh possible. well then yes, I slice that I slice that guy up. The rest of him sort of sifting his way down the drain at the moment. Lovely. Well you got that on ice then, yeah? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's not my first liver. Let me poke around and see see what I can find. But uh, secondhand cyberware doesn't go for very much these days. Just yeah, as that... a fair warning. But oh, no, I'll that's poke around, fine. see what I... I can find. I'm used to it. Like I said, every little helps. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Nico. I, I look forward to hearing from you. You have a good day now. Oh, uh, you too. You hang up, and that's what you do for the beginning part of the day. Let's cut over to Reed. What are you doing before your nomad trial? Well, first things first, Reed is heading towards the um, customs area to pick up his bike, because I'm assuming it's been driven over. You head towards the Nomad's Paradise. Yeah. You get to the check-in thing, you ask them, and they, they sort of laugh at you and say, there's no customs here, buddy. You, you can bring whatever you're carrying or riding in and out of this place. Um, oh, but fuck yeah. No, we haven't we haven't seen anyone come in for with describing the thing that you're describing. Well, keep it in mind. If you see a motorbike, let me know. And I sort of ping him, like, some a couple of eddies. Like, how much are eddies overall? Like, what is the... Uh, a good amount of euro bucks to offer. I would say it's about a dollar fifty-two dollars per dollar. Okay. So it's basically like euro prices. Boom. Fuck. Um. And also. Um... <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. I'm very sad. Yeah. So he like pings the guy, twenty bucks. I'm assuming that's an sure. okay amount. He gets that, and he thanks you for giving him his next meal, and asks if you have any questions, if you need to possibly locate anything, or he'll keep an eye out for your bike, but, you know, he's just wondering yeah. if you, you need anything else while you're here. You know, I can get some more ammo. He gives you directions to a place nearby that is owned by nomads that does sell weapons and ammo, but is okay. primarily focused on uh, vehicular repair and modifications. Okay, yeah. So you head over to the garage of Bangers and Crash. <laughs> God fucking I damn you. <laughs> I love it. Okay, yeah. Um, I hate that so much and I love it. Fuck you. Um, anyway, so I head to Bangers and Crash. Yeah, you head to Bangers and Crash. You walk in the front door. Yeah, I just fucking roll in. You're met by uh, a guy with kind of like a stubby looking face that's wearing a, uh, a very ratty top hat. Yeah. And he says, what, what, pip, pip. Hello there, gentlemen. What can I do you for? Oh, God. I right. <laughs> uh, don't suppose I can get me some more ammo, can I? Oh, right there. Oh, yeah, God. we can get you, get you some ammo. <laughs> Is this revenge for my terrible southern accent? Yes. It's <laughs> magnificent. Um, <laughs> you know, it's strange finding another foreigner around here, but you know how it is? Oh, yeah. We're all around these parts now. You realize his accent is not <laughs> that great, oh, and he might be faking it. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Give me a box of uh, heavy handgun, if I can. All right, then. Anything else we can get for you, mate? What, what? We've got all the all the best cars and stuff. So I'm getting a motorbike in. I'm wondering if you got any mods. Anything interesting? Well, we got to see that mobile bike first. Then we can tell you how much we can uh, modify it. All right. Well, in that case, uh, that's all I can do for now. Um, so I'll come back later, yeah? Right, right. Sounds good. Maybe we can have a cup of tea. Oh, I love a cup of tea. <laughs> Just like the Queen's English. Something that doesn't quite make sense, yeah. but he says it anyway. And we just sort of sighs and just walks out. Where are you heading from here? Just so I know when we check back in with you. He's probably going to find somewhere for lunch, like grab a bite to eat. 
presumably it's somewhere in Nomad's Paradise that sells actual half-decent food as opposed to weird, nasty... Half-decent food versus weird, nasty. That's going to require some checks, but we'll... Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we're talking like half-decent. We'll get back to that later. Let's cut over to ISO. Mm -hmm. You wake up at a relatively early time for your character with mild nightmares in your head of just this number dropping. Yeah. All it is is just a number going down. It's really traumatic. <laughs> What are you interested in doing for the first half of the day? Yeah, so uh, ISO is pretty peckish, but is also thinking about uh, asking the local populace about getting info in and out of Oasis, specifically in a toward Night City, of course. You're going to find a bar and just ask. <laughs> a bar in the morning. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm going to get the good people there. You find the best regulars there. But yeah, ISO is going to hop on over to like the nearest Grubhub or Bodega to uh, get some breakfast and, you know, ask ask some friendly-looking folks about any way to contact family in Night City. You find a place that does serve relatively good breakfast food. It's called Excellent, the restaurant. Oh, that's excellent. No, it's Excellent. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. kill me. Mm. <laughs> I know. You all signed on to this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was expecting it. <laughs> no. No. You find a place called Excellent. It purports to, according to the stuff that you're reading online, serve real actual eggs made from real chickens. <laughs> made from chickens. <laughs> that sounds real legit. That's what it says. Real oh, eggs no. made from real chickens. <laughs> So you pull up and it's an omelet bar. <laughs> okay. There are three other people sitting nearby and you walk up to it. The person in charge comes up to you and goes, hello there, welcome to Excellent, where we guarantee that every experience is going to be, well, awesome. <laughs> that was, um... What can I okay. get for you today? <laughs> uh, what's in the menu? Like, what's your uh, what's your most popular dish? I'm hungry and um, just scouting the place out. I'm new here. Iso proceeds to spend the next couple of in-game hours chatting with the owner of Excellent about the various dishes and their flavors and arguing about the philosophical implications of the famous BLT omelet that they serve, while also having a deep discussion on what exactly makes a sandwich a sandwich. Towards the end of his meal, he also learns about NetReach, a mysterious company that claims to offer semi-reliable connections to Night City which as a media is worth its weight in credit chips, assuming those credit chips are preloaded with lots and lots of eddies. To hear more, check out our members-only collection of short stories from the Oasis, a section of content that, for various reasons, wasn't able to make it into any of the episodes. You can find those at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash talesfromtheoasis. All right, so this is basically taking up the first part of the morning. We're going to do another loop around. Sedoy. Uh, yes. You arrive at Trickle Down Hydroponics. Did you walk here or take a vehicle? Uh, I think I walked. I mean, the exercise has been a lot of vehicle riding. It's an uneventful walk, and you arrive at the front gate. The all-access pass that Gabriel gave you the other day sure works, and it opens right up, and the elevator informs you that Gabriel is currently residing on the 43rd floor. I, uh... Don't really see any reason why I would need to talk to him. The elevator lets you know this regardless. I'm not trying to push you in any direction. I'm just letting you know yeah, this yeah. is what the elevator says. Yeah. 
Uh, I want to find the server room that they have here because if the uh, attack was software based from the outside, that's where it would have started. And so I want to see if any damage was done. You ask the elevator this. Server room. It informs you that server room is located on basement level two, which is actually the only basement level you have access to. Oh, okay. I asked the elevator, what is on other basement floors? Error. Access restricted. Yeah, that's what I thought. Fuck you too, elevator. <laughs> basement two, please. <laughs> you head down to basement floor two and step out into a chilled underground server room. Mm-hmm. Now, servers in Cyberpunk Red are heavily guarded and very secure. So as soon as you walk outside the door, there are two security guards that appear to be chatting and they stop, pull their guns out and point them at you. One of them says, identification, please. Uh, I slowly pull out my all-access card? You pull it out, uh, one of them comes up and just roughly grabs it away from you, slams it into his wrist and goes, Oh, oh, very sorry, Miss Sedoy. We apologize and, and thank you very much for um, helping us with the fixing of the trickle-down hydroponic system. And the other one goes, shut up, just let her go on her way. <laughs> goes, yes, uh, sorry, ma'am, uh, please, uh, go about your business. I will report this to boss man. <laughs> one of them gets a worried look on his face and begins whispering with the other one. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> okay, you walk into the server room and there is a rack of about six servers that look to be, as far as you can tell, responsible for dealing with the trickle-down hydroponic system. You can tell this because they literally have a thing on the top of them that says trickle-down hydroponic server. That makes it pretty easy to find, yeah, that's fair. What do you want to examine with these servers? That is a good question. Do you want to find out what you want to examine with these servers by doing a roll? I think that makes sense, yeah. Let's have you roll an electronics slash security tech roll. Oh yeah, I have so many tech skills. And we're going to give you 1d6 on top of this for doing research before. All right, so that's a 27. If I recall correctly, which I'm going to go ahead and check to make sure I recall this correctly, a 27 is very close to an awe-inspiring feat, something people write stories about, a truly amazing accomplishment. Yeah, I'm pretty great. So, having examined these blueprints, there is one thing that you wanted to check out immediately, which I think was the thing that you came down here for, and it was that every single level of the trickle-down hydroponic system, it goes through one of these servers, specifically in the water distribution section. When you go to this first server and begin examining it with your electronic security tech check, everything seems normal at first. Mm. And under the skeptical eye of the two guards that are standing nearby, you walk over to the side of it and feel pretty comfortable enough unscrewing the screws and ripping the side of the server off so you can take a look at the insides. Right. And inside of it, right after the port, the input port, there is very clearly and very obviously a hand-rolled, hand-wired electronics chunk that's been shoved in between the input ports and the rest of the processing system. Thanks for listening to Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. This has been episode eight, The Daily Grind. 
We've got some exciting stuff to announce in the next few episodes regarding a new merch store, additional Patreon benefits, and more, so keep an ear out for that. We'll see you next time, and here's a fun fact. On October 13th of 2020, Facebook released the Oculus Quest 2 VR headset with an intro price of $300, but it came with one major caveat. You were required to use your personal Facebook account to log into the device, consent to Facebook collecting biometrics about how you played, and link it to your real-life identity. After some backlash from the community, Facebook later announced a Quest 2 for business model, where the only notable change was no longer requiring a Facebook login. This model was also priced significantly higher, giving us a rare look into how much collecting data about you is worth to a corporation. For the data collected from a VR headset, for example, it's about $400, an $800 price tag on the business version compared to the $400 cost of the comparable VR headset. So, here's my question to you. If that's just the amount that they generate from a VR headset, how much do you think the data your phone generates is worth? Maybe we should be getting discounts on our devices or phone bills for having these data collection apps installed. This is Artemis Ronan, it's been a pleasure, and we'll see you next time.